listening to It's Time to Thrive podcast. You're listening to It's Time to Thrive podcast. Hey Slayers, I'm Sasha Chantel. And I'm Sian Raymond. And we are Women Who Slay, the female empowerment and personal development brand that helps you to slay your limited mindset and win at life. And you're listening to the It's Time to Thrive podcast, our weekly show where we share coaching tips, insights, and host occasional guest speakers, all geared to help you thrive in all areas of your life. Hey guys, Sasha Chantel here and Sian Raymond. And you are locked into another episode of It's Time to Thrive podcast. Can I just go straight in and say that this week in the UK, it has been absolutely sweltering. I don't know about anywhere else, I can only speak about the UK, but I'm telling you, this has been one of the hottest summers in years. Me and Sian have been, or Sian and I, should I say, have been dying. I have had work from home, and I mentioned this before, but my house holds in the heat in a way that nowhere else ever does. I don't care what anyone says, and it literally wiped me this week. So we are actually in the office recording this week's podcast, and I'm relieved because last week we recorded it in our home, and that was a big mistake. That was an epic mistake. I was gone. Sian, how did you feel? Because I said I'm being over the top, <laughs> but I don't care. It wiped me no, out. No, it was really, really, really hot. But we haven't had um, heat like this in the UK for ever. Well, well, I mean, during lockdown, that summer, it was pretty hot as well. But most of us who were adhering to the rules that were enforced and told for us to follow stayed in our house. Those who went to the park told me that they enjoyed the sun. <laughs> they were pretty happy with it. But I think this beats 2020 summer. It's been sweltering. But again, happy to be in the office today recording this week's podcast. And the topic is one that is pretty current in our own life at the moment. And it's about keeping track on staying on top of your goals. And goals in terms of everybody's day-to-day activity is a really important thing to factor in and keep on top of. Just because... We all have things that we want to aspire to and develop and build. And we can't do that unless we set goals or smart goals, which we're going to actually talk about more in detail in this podcast. So um, the first thing to talk about is the fact that we all have dreams. Only way to turn your dreams into reality is by setting goals. All successful people set goals. And the best way to keep your goals at the forefront of your mind is to write them down and just a little plug here, if you go to the Women Who Slay website and go on to our free download section or our free resources section, you can go on there and grab a smart goal sheet to help you get started with planning your own goals. So with the topic being six ways to stay on track with your goals, we'll say take you through six key ways that you can keep on top of your goals and make them become your reality. So number one, I'm going to pass it on to Sian. And the number one is write it down. Okay, when it comes to keeping appointments and meeting deadlines, I don't know about you, but unless I have them written down in my diary, I tend to miss them. I only remembered once they've passed. So the same is true with your goals. Without visually concretising your aim in writing, your goal is likely to disappear into thin air. And to, to be honest, that is the truth of the matter. People I speak to, especially with my clients, but friends as well, 
when we talk about our goals and what we want to achieve, we all agree that putting them down on paper makes them more concrete. It makes it more real. Otherwise, it's like a pipe dream. You say you want to do something and then time passes, you don't revisit it. And the next thing you know, you haven't done anything towards your goal at all. When you write it down, it's real. You can't ignore it. And unless you close the book and don't revisit the book, you'll always have it back of your mind that you've got to achieve that. Writing it down also allows you to tick it off. Now, I always recommend using a highlighter pen <laughs> to literally cross through your goals once you've achieved them because it will make you feel good. That visual act of crossing it out on the long list of things you want to achieve and marking it down as being completed just helps keep you on track. So if you have numerous goals to achieve, when you've seen you've got down one really well and you've ticked it off and you've achieved it, it gives you that sense of um pride and you feel more motivated to continue the rest of your goals so write them down tick them off as you go and use pretty stationery that's just Sasha speaking because I'm obsessed with pretty stationery as as well as (laughs) writing it down and using pretty stationery you've got your phones and on on your phones there is usually a note section you can make them on that we you can make them on your um, desktop you can make them on your laptop as long as you have a space the key is to make them visual yeah. so you can see them. We have a memo board at home. I don't feel like we use it enough as we should do. Mm. That The aim is to use it much more, but we do agree that when you put things in, in full view and you can see it, there's more chance that you'll actually do it and get it done because you can see it in your mind's eye every day. So write it down wherever you choose to, digitally, on paper, however works best for you, make sure you write your goals down. So that's number one. Number two, give your goal a time scale. So if your goal doesn't have a due date, then you can always keep putting it off and making other things get in the way. Or even if you just feel like being lazy. So put the goal on your calendar. If it's something big, don't try to cram too many other things into the days before your deadline. When, for example, if you have a job interview, for example, you know that the date would be 26th of August at 10am. You've got time to prepare for that interview, get your clothes ready, go through questions they might ask you, plan your journey. You've got a deadline to work to. If you've never had that interview deadline and someone told you you've got an interview next Tuesday, but there's no time, you know it's Tuesday, but you know what you're working towards. So your goals have to be seen the same way. Give them a time scale, give it a date and a time you want to get it achieved. It will make you much more focused on that and it will help to give you more a sense of direction. And that's what giving goals a time scale does. So with the next thing I want to mention is when it comes to your goals, it's important to break them down. So your goal or your goals would be easier to accomplish if you break it down into digestible steps. So for example, if you were planning a party, you wouldn't be able to do that party in just one day. You need to plan weeks or even months in advance, depending on how big that party is. You've got to factor in your guests. You've got to factor in your guest invites, your food and your drink, your music, your venue. You've got to factor in the date of the party, people travelling in, transport, you name it. Those are things you have to look at each time you do a party. So that's one massive goal. The same is true of any goals you have for your personal life. You've got to break it down into weekly monthly or even yearly chunks depending on how far out the deadline is it's the same for your um professional life Mm -hmm. as well you have to set milestones so that when you reach them you can just tick them off you can tick them off and it has to be manageable if it's much more than what you can handle (laughs) then you are likely to give up yep 
And you know, when, when we first started planning this podcast, we talked, we looked at New Year's resolutions, for example. They are goals in themselves. Everyone tends to, towards the end of the year, start to plot out what they want to achieve for the new year and lose this weight and go on that diet and do all this. And when New Year comes, they revisit their list a few times, like say the first few days of the year, they're very focused, excited, revved up, ready to go. And then by about, I don't know, a week into the new year, life takes over, you get back to work, you can't be bothered, you get you get late for work, you're commuting and everything takes over and all your goals and resolutions have gone. They're finished. All your resolutions <laughs> have gone. But how do you set it as a goal, goal? With a time scale that you could revisit, like in the previous things we mentioned that you wrote it down with the time scale and you broke it down, it was much more focused, then maybe you would have actually not let them go in the first place. And that's the whole point of this list. It's to if make you plan you more, ahead. Yep. Like you would for a party if you said, all right. These are the things I've got to do. Yeah. This is how I'm going to do it. Do it. This is the time scale. This yeah. is how I'm going to manage it. Then the chances of Our you succeeding in your goals would be much higher. Yeah. So that is what that is. So number four, it's about getting accountable. As well as studies have shown that when you have to report to someone else, you're more likely to stay on track. So, for your goals, it is... Imperative. It is better. It is, it's advisable, anyway, that you pick an accountable buddy. Mm-hmm. Now, it could be somebody working towards the same goal, like a gym partner, or perhaps just a friend or family member. And with your accountable buddy, you'll set up times when you'll check in and notify them of your progress. So, you keep them up to date, and they will ensure that you're taking the steps that you need to take in order to succeed with your goals. It's it's really important because it's very easy to say, get accountable, hold yourself accountable. What the fact is, many people can't hold themselves accountable. They'll start something, can just drop it and not do it. But having someone you can turn to... We've all been guilty of that. Yep, and it's, it's, it's you know, it is what it is. Let's not even pretend about it. doesn't matter how... <laughs> serious a person you may think you are because life can take over and things can happen you just let things slip and you can let one thing go and then another thing go and next thing you know you're not doing anything that you want to be doing so having an accountability partner is very useful there is also the aspect where some people don't have a friend that they can turn to or a buddy or a gym buddy or whatever it is because not everyone has them relationships in place so there are apps you can download on, on your, if you have an iPhone or Android and so forth, you can actually download an accountability buddy on iTunes, which I found out recently. And it can help you. You jot in what you want to achieve and what goals you've set and what the deadlines are. And they will give you a little warning, a little message and let you know and ask you how you're doing. So there are apps and tools that you can go to online that can help you to get more accountable. It's not always about reaching out to human beings. You haven't got them to hand and good people to turn to. Use the technology that's available to us and find ways to get kept accountable in that way. Also, you can go to the professionals if you want to lose weight. Yep. And you feel like you haven't... There is going to be times when you're going to lose your motivation. Mm-hmm. Then there's also... Um, Nutritionist. Uh, personal trainer. Yep. You can hire a personal trainer. You can also, if you've got a um, career, yeah, you professional, can hire a career or a business and so on, then there is also coaching. So there's also life coaching that you can turn to. And a life coaching can a life coach can help you with any of all that we've listed, including getting accountable. 
Yeah. And a, a life coach will definitely hold you accountable. And be positive. Use affirmations. And affirmations we like to call as something like talk yourself up. Yeah. So with affirmations, what you do is generally say positive words, encouraging words that will make you, that will talk you up rather than down. Empower you. That will empower you. Mm-hmm. And positive. And so. And draw in support from those around you that you know will support you, that you know is there for you. Mm-hmm. And try, and that will help you remain positive when in pursuit of your goals. So basically, what you need to do, what you have to do when you're looking for a goal, but it, you, there will be times when you will be negative. Mm-hmm, of course. There's no getting around this, because there will be times... We mentioned that in last when, week's podcast, yeah. that negativity will creep in, no matter who it you are. It will creep in. But it's about being conscious and choosing the words that you use and being more thoughtful about how you speak to yourself. And affirmations is about just affirming positive things over your life. So when it comes to the pursuit of your goals, then it's important that you speak about those things positively. It's not easy to set goals and to, and to stick to them. It's very easy to set goals and let them fall. But if you speak about it positively and celebrate your successes and talk to yourself with that positive energy, there's more chance that you'll actually succeed in the pursuit of your goals in the first place. Exactly. So that is number five. And then to recap, before we do number six, we've got quite a big list here. So the key thing was six ways to stay on track with your goals. Number one was to write it down. And remember, it could be digitally or on paper, whatever works best for you. Give your goals a time scale as number two. Make sure it's not an open-ended goal that can go on forever because there'd be a chance that you won't actually do it. Number three is to break down your goal into manageable chunks. Some goals are bigger than other ones and will need to have a more managed approach to make them actually become achievable. Number four is get accountable. If you can't be accountable for yourself, try and get an accountability partner. If you can't find a human being, find a digital source to help you do that. Number five is be positive about your goals. It's not easy, but you're doing it and that should be celebrated. So that brings me on to number six, which is my favourite. And it's treat yourself because I am very good at treating myself when I've achieved a goal. I've always treated myself when I've achieved a goal. <laughs> if it was buying something pretty or um, you know, taking, yourself taking myself out with friends, whatever it is. But when you've achieved a milestone, you've hit a milestone, do something nice for yourself. Mm. Not everyone has the ability or the finances to do something really massive. It's not always a spa break or a holiday. Sometimes it's just going out for a small lunch, taking yourself to the cinema, buying yourself a new book, maybe buying yourself a new fashion ring or whatever it may be. But it's that whole act of celebrating something you've achieved and giving yourself a pat on the back for that. People are not good at saying well done to themselves. So... It's encouraged that you take time to just celebrate each milestone, give yourself a pat on the back, and when you've reached your goal, claim a prize. And that's, that's really the key here, because then it'll get, encourage you to keep on setting more goals, because you'll be treating yourself at the end of those as well. What you could do as well is just plan, pre-plan what you would do, what you will do once you've hit that target, that goal, mm-hmm. that milestone. Yeah. So you could say... For instance, when I, if you set yourself a, a month a t- um, time scale to re- hit that goal, if you break your goals down in a chunk and once you've hit that first month, you can pre-plan from the get-go what you're going to treat yourself with. I like to do 
a lot different from Sasha. <laughs> I would I would prefer to take myself out to a fancy restaurant something. No, I what would then? like to go for a nice little walk. Oh look, she's on a budget. Yeah, yeah, I'm on a budget, <laughs> and I, I'm not ashamed. I'm on a budget. Do you know it's so hard nowadays to, to get take yourself to get, for a walk and no to just be just be in that peace. Just be. Without anything. No. So I'll turn off my phone, I'll go to the park. And do you know what, and guys? I'll sit. I'm not being funny. Be quiet, because it's, it's very hard. I to like, be... see, I know that I like that as well. I yeah. mean, I, you know, on a serious note, of course I like to buy myself like things. That. You know, why not? But obviously, adult yeah. responsibility, sometimes you've got to prioritise what's more important. Yeah. And if you've got a family and so forth, you can't just always go out and buy yourself something, no matter how small. That's just reality of the situation. But I equally love going to the park, especially when the weather's nice. Just oh, sit yeah. down, pull out a mat, have a little snack, enjoy the sunshine, bask in the rays. That's a treat in itself. On your own, yes. in your own space. It's in beautiful. Your own it is so hard in to today's get that modern society to find a space yeah. that is just, you For can you. just be. Yeah. Just you. You can hear yourself think. There's so much going on all the time. Yeah. That would be a treat for me. Yeah. To take myself out of the noise. If I have to pick out of buying a treat or doing that, if I had a major goal and I achieved it, it definitely would be solitude. It would definitely be going to a solitude, nice, yes. beautiful place and just relaxing and We can give yourself a that. pat on the back. Pat, pat. And celebrate. <laughs> Yes, I would like that. Yeah, I, I also would like to go to a cinema if one if one of my favorite films. If, if a good if film is out in advance that one of my films was coming out. Yep, and then I would probably like to do that as well. Mm-hmm. And going out to restaurants we eat at all the time, yep. so it's not really that much of a treat for me. Not really, not anymore. Not you not it would anymore. be, but it not it really isn't anymore. But at the end of the day, our our whole point of this because we are we are quite enjoying this subject. Yeah. But it, it really is the fact that some people will set goals and then they, they achieve it and they bounce to the next one. They don't really look at what how far they've come and what they've achieved along the way. And sometimes you should stop and see what you've done and give yourself a pat on the back and just treat yourself in whatever way that you deem to be the right way. So everyone's different. Yeah, because another yeah. one of my treats, <laughs> another one of the treats, that's my favourite part, is, is, is buying myself a bottle of Bailey's. <laughs> She loves Bailey's. And it's nice and chilled. With a big glass. Yeah. With with ice. Watching a lovely programme on telly. chilling on my sofa. Yeah. That is a treat for me as well. So, yeah. And, you know, and it's just... It's a, it's a fun thing. Yeah, and so it's whatever you, you... It's whatever you feel is yeah, a treat for yeah, you. Yeah, but, you know, the, the important thing here is that don't feel guilty to give yourself a treat whatever way you choose it to be. And to celebrate the things that you've achieved. Because it's not easy to stick to goals once you've set them. And when you have, it should be celebrated. It definitely should be. And that Any achievement should be celebrated. Always. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, you can tell me and Sian. Sian and I enjoyed this podcast, but we did. You know, we are active goal setters and we do encourage it. And we do... We are working on something to help you to actively pursue your goals. But that's coming in a, in a little while. So, we won't... Probably in the new year. But yeah, probably towards the end of the year, there'll be a gold journal, some nature. But obviously, we'll announce that on Women Who Slay website and on our social media. So, 
Once again, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, then please do visit womenwhoslay.co.uk to hear it when it goes gets uploaded. Also, our podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, it's available on Spotify, and it's available on Anchor FM. So you can stream it at any time throughout the day. Have a great rest of the week. Thank you for listening. Love and light, and we'll catch you in the next podcast. Bye. Bye. You're listening to It's Time to Thrive podcast.